0: Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and talk about them. My name is Luke Condor and I'm joined by Mr...
2: Mr. Ben Errington.
0: Hello, Ben. How are you? Hello. Just the two of us again. Just the two of us, two of us. yeah. Dom will we'll get the expert, uh, the zombie expert in, uh, Dom the zombie expert, uh, when we do another zombie film, which will, it will happen at some point soon. It will. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so last, last week we talked about The Day of the Dead, and then this week we're talking about a film that I really, really like. I'm just going to say it out of the gate. I really like this film, Drag Me to Hell. Um Keen. Uh, so, I know, I was really happy that it was on the list, I really want to watch it again. Uh, do you want to tell us a bit about it?
2: I'll tell you a little bit about it, so Drag Me to Hell, Drag Me to Hell, uh, is a 2009 American supernatural horror film co-written and directed by Sam Raimi, Um, brief premise, a lone officer who evicts an old woman from her home finds herself the recipient of a supernatural curse, desperate she turns to a seer to try and save her soul while evil forces work to push her to a breaking point.
0: Yes, Um, shall I do the Empire thing? the empire experts yeah um so this is what they have to say about it you shamed me rasps hungarian gypsy at alison loman's bank employee who's made the unfortunate mistake of not granting her another extension on a mortgage Q A curse to end all curses visitations from a demon called the lamia while the punishment doesn't seem entirely proportionate the results offer a wild raw, and a wickedly entertaining ride with sam raimi at his fun house best throughout Justin Long, the loyal hubby on the other side of Lowman's hellish bubble, takes on the horror staple role of disbelieving agnostic. Uh, you'll want to shake him by the end. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, this is 92%. It's got 83% rating on Metacritic, 3 out of 4 for Roger Ebert. And, um, oh. I, so, on the, the Horror Hangout Board of Advisors, which is our little Facebook group you can join, you're welcome to join, just, just search for Horror Hangout. Uh, so, Michael Mayanda uh, says one of his favourite endings to a horror movie. Uh, Edward Harvey says It was great to see Raimi going back to his roots in a way and making a picture with the same tone to early classics like Evil Dead Only difference is he had a lot more money to work with which can't be bad when he seems to have the full creative freedom without studio interference and then Johan Chippal says I adore this film It is the perfect tone of dark comedy and genuine scares that only Sam Raimi knows how to pull off It fits an Evil Dead universe as you can imagine Ash walking into this flick at some point and it wouldn't seem out of place Plus devil goat for the win so uh, yeah so I mean, I mean i think most of it like it i mean did you like it have you seen it before ben
2: uh yeah i've seen it before i've seen it a couple of times i think and what do
0: uh, you think... think are you, are you well, on what, do I, what do what do i think hype, it... chain,
2: hype train uh yeah i'm definitely a passenger on the hype train i mean i'm not i'm not driving, not driving the hype it. train yeah I'm probably not even in the first carriage of the of the hype train, yeah. but I'm on the hype train, and I'm on the I'm on the same destination as you guys. Not first class, uh, yeah. but you, you you're on the... Yeah, I'm not first class. I'm at the back. Yeah. I'm in with the shit munchers, you know. Sure. <laughs> the shit munchers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to paid to get out of it. So you... No, no, that's no, okay. free. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean it is it is utterly utterly ridiculous. It's like relentless, yeah. ridiculous, horrible uh hilarious disgusting uh it's just it's just one of those it's, it doesn't seem to like give up like some yeah, films yeah. There's, there's like a little bit of a lull in the even the scares or the horror or just the, the, the just the, it's just it just doesn't give, give in does it it's no, kind of like no. scene to scene to scene to scene there's more and more and more and you think where else can they go with this and every single situation that the, the main character ends up in you're just like Oh no! Oh, something absolutely <laughs> terrible, absolutely is gonna gross, here. is going to happen. Like it's always something really yeah. gross. Going to visit her boyfriend's parents, uh, just working, and I just think every single thing—yeah—something absolutely terrible is going to happen. And there were a few things, even though I've seen it a couple of times, there are a few things I kind of forgot about. And uh, me too. I've seen like four, five
0: times already, and I still jumped at a few of the bit, and I still went, "Oh, that's gross!" <laughs> so in, gross. Terms of, in terms of like jump
2: scares, I mean, there are a lot. Yeah, but. I mean it is kinda of constant, but it doesn't feel too cheap. It kinda of just feels like it's part of it and you just think, oh, what's gonna happen next? Whereas with other films they kinda of like throw in a jump scare and you feel like yeah. you feel like it's a cheap jump scare and you don't feel like it's a genuine one at all. There are a lot of decent good jump scares in this where you get one jump scare and then you get a couple more here and then one it's like jazz jump scares, and then you're gonna get like <laughs> <It's laughs> one <are> <laughs> <laughs> That's much what it yeah. Like I couldn't predict. Like you, f- you have a jump scare in like a modern horror film, you can, and you know you can tell fact, exactly you know, when it's going to happen. You can or, tell when it's, gonna happen, but you know another one isn't going to come up for a little while. Yeah, you know that you've had a jump scare. You've got a few. You've got a few minutes of respite with this yeah. one. You just get jump scared, then another one. Yeah. Then like yeah. We'll go, one, two, three. Wow! Oh.
0: I was thinking just about. Of- I think like because most horror films sort of take themselves uh sort of semi-seriously. I feel like the jump scares, if they have implored jump scares, are just like loud noises and, and uh, a quick camera turn, um, I feel like it does seem cheap. But because this feels like you're on a roller coaster, like it's almost like you're having fun with the little
2: jumps and, and turns and twists that, that are going on. You kind of like laugh along with the jump scares. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. It's, I think it's not, a, it's not a usual reaction to a jump scare. I think a usual reaction to a jump scare is like, oh, God, they got me. God damn you. Yeah. But with this, you kind of like, oh, God, Jesus. And you kind of like do... Go a lot. You're you are along for the ride. You're invested in it, and because yeah. it is Sam Raimi, you kind of know that he's just having. He's probably having the time of his life when he was when he was making this. He's just like, yeah, chuckle sure. this in. <laughs> and so this uh, film, so this was his return to horror
0: after spending ten years making the Spider Man trilogy. Spider Man One and Two are two of my favorite comic book movies ever. um Spider Man yeah, Three, yeah. Uh, me too. It's, me too. It's, not, it's not as bad as people say, but it's not good. <laughs> um, Spider Man 2, I will tell you, I when I first saw Spider Man Two, I was like, This is this is how it's done, this is how comic book movies are gonna be made now. Because before then they, they weren't really comic book movies, they were just movies with comic book
2: characters in, like the X Men. X Men One wasn't a comic book movie to me, not really. Yeah. I think yeah, Spider Man one and two are super. but I think Spider Man three's got a lot of good elements in it, but yeah. you know, it does kinda of let itself down in <laughs> in a lot of areas as well yeah i mean like i mean there's some amazing stuff in spider-man 3 like the sandman transformation yeah i think some of the stuff with the black suit was kind of cool not so much when peter parker was going all emo fringe and uh dancing i, I and quite being, I like that bit I and feel... being, a bit, being a bit abusive to women
0: yeah
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't <believe> say <laughs> i
0: like that bit but um <laughs> I, I do like That's the best bit i do like <laughs> i do like the bit like the whole idea of him um being what he thinks is cool,
2: because he's a, he's a geeky yeah. kid, and like this is his version of cool. But um, That's yeah. a really weird, do you remember a weird bit where like he's getting the his landlord's daughter to like make him cookies, and like he's yeah. Got is any, that got when he's any... got the? Is that when he's got the black suit? Is he doing that like maliciously? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's he's on the phone to Jonah Jameson. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's and he's giving him a bit, <laughs> bit of lip, and then he's like, "Go, on, bake go and bake me some cookies. Why did you go bake me some cookies?" And the well, whole dance, come
0: into the kitchen and invite some cooks.
2: <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I will." The whole dance thing as well is a bit insane. But obviously, I think yeah. with the, the the universal understanding from that is that Sam Raimi there was a lot of interference from the studio to sort of squash in, yeah, essentially free villains, and yeah. like even Venom was like, I mean, it did feel like an afterthought, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I think the Sandman was. I mean, the Harry Osborn thing to me. I mean, we were not stick on Spider Man too long, but. The Harry Osborne storyline was just, just shoved in there, Like, I didn't really need to be there. But um, but yeah. So just going to say, Sam Raimi knows what he's doing. Spider-Man One and Two were so good. Um. So yes, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. made those films for ten years, and then he came back, and then it feels like he's gone. Right, I've done that for a bit, and I've got some money now, and I've got some budget and some sway. I'm going to do a fucking horror movie again, and it's going to be. It's like he's he's like flexing his fun horror movie, the stuff that he was practicing with the Evil Dead franchise, but he's doing it with such bravura and um, without the shackles of, of the Evil Dead franchise and just like, this is, this is what my horror is. And it's just, it's just, to me, it's
2: like, it's a masterclass in Sam Raimi horror. Yeah, yeah, it's like the horror comedy thing, which I mean, you don't get that much of really. We were talking it's about it. It's, quite a, like, it's yeah, quite a niche thing. It's quite a niche thing. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty out there, but I mean, in yeah. terms of like mainstream films, it's it's it, there's not that much really. So I mean, it yeah. is, or, or or at least not much done right. I mean, a lot of the time you'll see a horror comedy and it'll be you know,
0: just uh, just. I not think of many that really. Um... Walk both lines of like horror and comedy, like you're saying before, like the jump scares in this, you're kind of laughing as as they happen because it's
2: funny, like it's funny yeah. and scary. And some of the, and some of the disgusting stuff is like it's almost so ridiculous yeah. that you just like, of course that would never ever happen. The nosebleeds, <laughs> like it's yeah, just like starts sneezing blood all over a bus and then runs away. Exactly, but it's just like taking those taking those fears we've got.
1: <laughs> you know what i mean taking
2: those fears we've got and just yeah. running with full pelt because it's just like that's when you're at a funeral i mean if you're a, i've never been to an open casket funeral yeah. but if i was at an open casket funeral oh, yeah, i'd yeah. be thinking don't fall onto the body <laughs> <laughs> don't have the body oh, fall God. on me yeah so that's like that's like your most deep-seated ridiculous fears but when you're in the yeah. swimming pool and you're like there's a shark in here it's one of <laughs> it's, it's one of those fears that it's just obviously sam raimi's really good at just yeah uh, grasping hold of them and exploiting them, really. Yeah. I don't,
0: um he's not really done any well actually was Evil dead after this, but this was the last horror movie he's done, I believe.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Was it was, was how was he involved in the evil dead remake? Was he just like a producer or just like a I imagine he's probably some sort of executive producer at least. Yeah, 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 probably. Or or maybe he wasn't that much to do with it and they've just gone and Yeah. slammed his name on it. Yeah, maybe.
0: Um, But yeah, so it's it's just to say like it's it's a good it's good for like it's such a simple story really like a woman gets a gypsy curse kind of like an old fashioned story but it's just told with so it's like like panache it's it's amazing uh, so yeah. just to um get more into the story then so the the key players in the story you've got Alison Lohman playing Christine Brown who's uh sort of a a, a from the country uh, she's lives in a city now and she's a bank loan manager. She's the kind of person who wants to improve in life, wants to, I think she's got a bit of like an inferiority complex. She doesn't want to remain that little girl from the country. She wants to speak, like right at the first scene, we see her, see her driving and she's practicing her pronunciation. Um, so she's trying to like improve herself and, and become better. And um, and then you've got Justin Long who who plays her fiance or boyfriend. I think it might just be boyfriend. Um, Clay Dalton. Justin Long's great. In most
2: things, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then he, he's he's good in horror as well, isn't he? He's just yeah. got he's just got one of those such a reactive face. Yeah, like he does the he does the absolutely shocked and in horror face. Yeah, better like just this look in his eyes where he's just like absolutely scared shitless. I think there I don't I can't think <laughs> there are many there's sort a, of like. There's moments in this where like, so he's genuinely terrified
0: in this. Like I'm thinking about like the last scene. When he's got the same facial expression he had when he got uh, a spanner to the balls in Dodgeball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got the same like, teary eyes.
2: It's the same feeling. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. If you can dodge a gypsy curse, yeah. you can dodge a ball. Oh Patches all hand.
0: That's such a good film <laughs> as well.
2: <laughs> Uncanny.
0: Yeah. Uh and then you've got uh, Miss Sil Mrs. Sylvia garnush, Ganush, who's a Hungarian gypsy. Um who places the curse and then who? So you've got the uh, the medium. So there's Rom Josh, who is uh, like the level one medium, he's like the one who says he's who, who he's quite good at talking spirits and stuff, but he just doesn't know that much. And then you've got level two, which uh, I think her name is Sandina. Um, yeah, so we see her, she, we
2: see her in the prologue,
0: don't yeah, we? Yeah, that's right, yeah, prologue and the sort of more towards the climax. Effect. And then just to, just to sort of later scene in. Christine's work, so in her bank, there's Jim Jacks her boss, and then there's uh Stu Rubin, who is like this crafty uh ass weasel sort of guy
2: always oh, crafting he, he yeah, is ever so crafty
0: yeah. who's um who wants to ass, steal the job I imagine that's the that's the kind of insult that she would she would say as an ass weasel um, yeah. okay, so uh, the story itself so it open yeah, there's a prologue scene in fact, I would say it opens with this title sequence that reminded me of the devil rides out. Do you know what I mean? Cause it had all like the yeah, really yeah, old yeah, school I mean. illustrations and a similar sort of, um, dramatic sort of orchestral music. Um, and it also, it pretty much tells you exactly what's going to happen in the film. In those illustrations, it says three days and then this woman, then you're going to get dragged out. Like yeah. it, and it gives you exactly what's going to happen in the entire plot, just in those, in those illustrations. But then we we open with um, uh, Sandina. uh, I think it's like the 70s or something. And then there's this family and they've got a boy and he's uh, he's an exorcist or something. He's been seeing demons or something like that. And um, they take him to see Sandina. This, like... I'm trying to remember the first time I watched this, I had no idea what to expect. And then I was actually quite scared at this opening prologue. It's kind of like a haunting little uh, scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah it was it was done pretty well wasn't it i think i yeah. think the the opening scene you kind of like set it up for what we what we were to expect yeah yeah um it did feel a bit out of place initially i didn't remember it i was a bit like what's what's this bit i don't yeah it's weird it's weird what you remember of this film which is essentially just the ridiculous moments yeah i'll i'll tell you about the
0: bit i remember most it's not too far into the film uh but um so she fails basically Sandina, if she fails to save this boy um, he, he gets like picked up and and drops onto this floor, and then hell opens up beneath him and and drags him away. And then it and then it cuts to the the titles with like the ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, what does she
2: say? What, what's the sorry? What's the woman's name? The uh, Sandina, the, I think. Sandina. Yeah. She says she knows from that from that moment she knows we will meet again. Yeah. Spirit. Yeah. How does she know?
0: How does she know? know. She's good. She's good like that. Yeah. Um, and then we cut to the modern day, uh, present day, we've got Christine, she's, like I said, refining her enunciation, she's on her way to a job, uh, we find, this is what I, I really like about the story, it's it's so, um, it's economic in the way it's told, like you know exactly who the main character is, you know exactly what she wants, because there's an assistant manager position available, we know she's the kind of person who wants to better herself, she just looks at the assistant manager, empty desk, and we know yeah. that's, that's the goal.
2: And then that's talks, the thing like I thought, I thought immediately that that was that was all you needed she looks at that it's a close-up of the empty desk with yeah. the system managers thing you didn't need someone to walk walk past and go hey you got your eye on the old assistant manager's job you can imagine that it was just
0: it's just so so economic in the way it sort of sets her up as a, as a character and then she talks to her boss the boss says the job's between you and Stu, uh this new guy Ask, um, But she she wants to yeah the ass weasel, Um, but he wants to see her um, be a little bit more cutthroat because he feels like that'd be good for the assistant manager job. Uh, So then we have the introduction of Garnush and she's doing that finger tap thing, and like instantly she looks like pretty horrific. She's got like the manky teeth. She's got the
2: (laughs) she's got the teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she's got fake. She's got you know pretty pretty nasty fingernails, pretty mm. nasty skin, a pretty dodgy old
0: uh, eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's uh, that's when life started going wrong for her because she said something about how she can't keep up the payments for her house because her eye, for the illness, for the sickness in her eye. Uh, so she's she's basically, she's had two extensions on a loan or something, on a mortgage, and she's going to get kicked out of the house. And Christine's like, don't worry, I'll see what I can do. And um, at this moment... Christine's given the choice. She can either do the right thing and extend this woman's loan and uh you know, keep her in a house, or she could act upon her pre, pre- already well established need to um get this promotion and she takes that and she denies the loan and then that's pretty much where, where she goes wrong. This that damns her to hell. It's like it's not I don't think it's the right uh punishment for denying someone alone like
2: yeah i think it's almost it's, it's almost the moment where she because yeah she dams her to hell because she gets down on her hand gets down on her knees and sort of begs yeah and then she still says no well she pulls away that she says no and then that's i think that's that's the uh straw that broke the camels the gypsies back when she <laughs> yeah. says when she says uh you shamed me i got down on my hands and yeah. knees and my respectful shamed me yeah that's not on, you know? But, D- deny, deny me a bank loan. Deny me an extension on that. <laughs> but if I get down on my hands and knees, you better say yes. Otherwise, you're going to have hell to pay.
0: The thing is, like, tr- if I uh, really wanted, like, an iPhone 7 and I went into the Apple store and I didn't have of money, and they're like, well, wait, no, you can't. And I just got down on my hands and knees, and then they still said no. I wouldn't damn them to hell. <laughs>
2: but that's you Luke that's that's yeah. you you're not you're not a Romanian gypsy with, uh, with a history of these things yeah. she's probably damned many people to hell she had a dodgy eye as well I mean if you had a dodgy eye they'd probably give you the iPhone 7 they'd say <laughs> <laughs> they go look mate yeah. come on
1: yeah.
2: you need some cheering you need some cheering up so she's uh,
0: she's basically pissed off this uh, Miss Uh and then I don't think she's really done anything that wrong really here it's, it's it's out of hands, really, to a degree, uh, but then she gets in the car, and she's about to go home, and it's night, and it's dark, and it's in the garage, and then she turns her head around and Miss Garnush is in the back seat of the car, and classic. Then, and then this is a pretty awesome like
2: fight scene, like yeah. Well, 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 precursor to this, yeah, is is the is the handkerchief that we see sort of like flowing in the wind that yeah. we see bill- billowing up in the wind, and it's a bit like there's a jump scare with a handkerchief. You know what I mean? I mean that yeah, <laughs> <that's, yeah. laughs> it's floating around a bit, and then suddenly, bang! It's on the windscreen, and that that was that was a jump scare. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, have you ever suffered from a jump scare based on a handkerchief before?
0: Just Not this, your just own. Just this one time. My, my I had a really terrifying handkerchief as a kid, but this is something it was, else. It was, in
2: your, it was in your pocket there, and it was always whoa! Hey!
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, there's a fight scene here. She gets a stapler right on that the sick eye. Um, and then she's like, <laughs> it's full-on fight scene here. It's so like fights. Mortal Kombat. Like, this is full-on <laughs> MMA. And she's like, uh, Miss Garner, she's like pulling on her hair and her ear and stuff. And then she... Ruler. Ruler, ruler in
2: the mouth. Oh, God, yeah. Whew. Jesus. <laughs> ruler. Ruler. Right there. So ruler the ruler the turns sideways that way. R- oh,
0: dear. Yeah.
2: Jam your mouth open. And then
0: she she coughs it out and it shoots into like
2: shoots against the window. It flies out like a projectile. Yeah. (laughs) I kept thinking during this, like I kept thinking. I mean, it's it's something I often think. Mm. I kept thinking, could I fight an old woman? Like if presented with it, would I would I just run or would I try and get away? Could I properly fight an old woman? Like I don't know if I could. Uh, If she was like
0: trying to pull on my my face and stuff, I mean, and if she's in your car, I think you've got a right to like punch her
2: face off, knock her head off. That'd be weird though. I would feel a bit bad about it. Not, Yeah, I just feel a bit strange beating up a woman. I mean, I jam a ruler in her, in her mouth without, without any. Problem. Yeah. But, uh, staple. Yeah, she's stapling her in the head like pretty pretty soon. Yeah. The fight's the fight's only a few seconds in and already staples it's, are going. That, in the that head.
0: is a good point. She does escalate quite quickly. Like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't go straight to the staple in the eye. No. I mean, punches and stuff, you know, it's fair, fair dues. <laughs> her in the eye is, is and a ruler in the throat. <laughs> like she's trying <laughs> to kill her. Like she's trying to kill the woman at that point. Um, exactly, she's just cr- stationary, crazy. And then we have <laughs> this, this is the uh, the bit that's uh, <laughs> that like always sticks with me. So she drives forward in the car. She can't see what she's doing. She puts the seatbelt on and then Miss she hits the, the car in front and Miss Garnish flies forward, slams her mouth into the uh, into the dashboard and all her dentures shatter, and then. Her, as, as like as part of her revenge, she starts gumming her like Miss <laughs> Miss Garnish. Like she jumps over and like her the entire bottom half of um uh Christine's face is in Miss Garnish's mouth. It's disgusting. Like just that whole idea. Like all the saliva, the saliva, string, the saliva like falling away and stuff. It's just gross.
2: I quite like that bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it,
2: it was horrible, wasn't it? It was a bit yeah. like, initially, I was like, what is happening? Gumming yeah. her, gumming her, sucking her whole half of her face. Yeah. This this part of her face in an old woman's mouth. I mean, then I'd probably start stapling her in the face. Yeah. yeah. If, if I ended up like that. I would say so,
0: a lot of this film I've seen, I think is about stuff going in and out of mouths. Like that seems to happen. That's like a very common recurring theme in
2: this. Yeah, but but again, that's the, I think that's Sam Raimi just really trying to focus on some of our deep seated fears, which is yeah. I mean, we don't want stuff in our mouths. No. I mean, we want some stuff in our mouths, but you know, most stuff we don't want in our mouths. Yeah. yeah. Or, or or coming out of our mouths. You know what I mean? That's that's all these deep seated fears of yeah. horrible. You see someone disgusting. Probably one of the first things you'd be thinking is I don't want it anywhere near me. Secondly, I don't want it in my mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that's that's my way of thinking. Anyway, I don't know about you,
0: Dave. I see a lot of things. I think I really want that like, in my mouth right now. Get it
2: in and around my mouth.
0: <laughs> um, so anyway, so the fight ends with um, Christine locks her out of the car. She's like, "I won, bitch. I won." Because Christine's pretty a bit of a badass, actually. Uh, she gets all country on her, but then uh, there's a bit of a scuffle, and then. Um, Garnish takes the button from uh Christine's coat, curses it, and then gives it back to her, and then she disappears. So Christine, like, um, passes out for a little bit, I imagine, and then um, Garnish is gone. But the curse has been set, it's happened now.
2: The curse on the button, yeah, anything but the button,
0: yeah um so then the police come they take her details and then uh her boyfriend justin long comes and picks her up and then they go for a little walk and she feels really bad about something she feels like something's wrong already she knows something wrong and then they go past the uh, uh a site psych- a medium psychic reading sort of place and she goes i want my i want my fortune read and then they go in and they see what's his name again um ramjas ramjas
2: Ram Ramjas yeah so he's a young psychic yeah and obviously obviously he tells Christine someone ain't right someone ain't right with you <laughs> yeah um so
0: oh yeah so he's like reading her and then he sees there's a really like a, the flash in the face sort of demon thing which is kind of cheesy again but I, I, I actually still found it quite
2: effective like, yeah, no, it I think it, I think it kind of works. Something like that's quite classic, isn't it? Because you get some of like that, and say, yeah. you know, the ex, the Exorcist, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Um, I think especially a moment like that, it's kind of a little bit unexpected, maybe. So yeah. that was quite, that was quite uh, effective. But yeah, he immediately knows something's wrong. You got a dark cloud hanging over you. Uh, you're screwed, basically. That's yeah. what you yeah. kind of works out. Um, but obviously Justin, Justin Long's character is is so kind of playing the older. Uh, oh it's all bullshit yeah yeah come on mate it's all bullshit come on we all know you're trying to take people for a ride don't tell her she's got a curse hanging over her Jesus, Jesus. I mean she's
0: she's hard work as it is you know <laughs> and even though she uh, he tries to give her back the money he still says uh, uh, that guy I was having his on. he's a he's a con artist um, and then he does because he does take the money eventually does he <laughs> I didn't get that yeah I he just
2: goes to you, no, no 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 take the money back not too late <laughs> no. too late one time off not all of it Jesus <laughs> not all of it you've yeah. got kids to feed
0: Um, by kids you mean goats I think yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so goats. then Christine goes to bed and she has these weird nightmares a fly lands on her mouth uh, then goes up a nose and then
2: then into her mouth I thought that was pretty gross the nose and then the mouth it was, it was persistent that fly yeah, I was yeah. just going to think get out of it Leave her alone. See, things going into mimes again. Things yeah. going into mimes and up noses, up one nostril and out the other. Yeah. And then this Invasive. bit
0: gross me out again as well. So she turns to look at, she wakes up, turns to look at Justin but it's Garnish's corpse. Garnish's corpse, it like rolls onto her and then like vomits up like just a <laughs> load of bugs yeah, yeah. Like, and insects and it looks to me like it really catches in Christine's throat. Like, I don't know how, Alison Loman, the girl who plays it, like, it's a really good job because it, it genuinely feels like she's been all of these bugs have gone into her
2: throat. It's horrible. Bush took a trial reminded me of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but obviously that was just a dream. Yeah. It was all a dream.
0: Uh, yeah, but then the next day at work is another bit where so she starts sneezing at blood and like I'm telling you this is like in Evil dead too where the walls are like shooting out blood. This is like unreal amounts of blood is shooting out of her nose onto her
2: boss. Yeah, this is, and they're all—they all seem kind of like a little bit, a little bit put out by it, a little bit disgusted. It's Like if someone's bleeding that much, that much, just yeah. like at yeah, work or wherever, you'd be like, "Oh my god, don't let her leave." She's
0: uh, did some go in my mouth. Did you see any go in my mouth?
2: No, no irony. It was.
0: it like tastes like keys. <laughs>
2: Freshly cut keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so then, like Christine, at this point, like Christine's like, there's definitely something wrong. I'm gonna go to try. I'm gonna go see Garnish, and I'm gonna say, "Look, sorry about the lone Like, uh, can you get this curse off of me?" Uh, yeah, but then she gets yeah, there,
2: it's real inconvenient, isn't it? This curse.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she gets there, and then um, she meets Garnish's daughter or daughter-in-law, and then it turns out Garnish is actually dead, and it's actually a big funeral. Um, then she goes to the corpse, and these. By the way, it says they're Hungarian gypsies, but I mean I've got Hungarian family. They don't look they they don't speak with Hungarian accents. They speak with uh, like Russian, like Ukrainian accents. Yeah. Just just a little point I noticed there.
2: <laughs> just a little point, you know, come on, yeah. I got Hungarian guys. Yeah. Did we did we did we work out how Ganu- how she pa- apparently died? Oh I don't know. It does it even say unfortunately just Na- natural causes, staples natural. to the head, ruler in the mouth. Could have been any of those things. Could
0: have been, yeah. She looked pretty ill the very first time we met her. So even if uh, even if she gave her this extension,
2: she'd be she's gonna die die next day anyway. Yeah. Oh, hindsight that is. Yeah. (laughs) Should have done it. Now got a curse on me forever.
0: And then this is that bit you we talked about earlier where uh, she falls onto the the open casket, rolls over, and like this this horrible uh, gunky snotster. Starts spilling out of her garnishing like, mouth is it into like her en- mouth.
2: Embalming fluid or something is it, like is that? That
0: is it is, yeah. I thought um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it might be.
2: It's great. Yeah, I got a little bit of acid reflect just from thinking about it. Yeah. Dead then, juice going then, into uh, your face. She also, the corpse,
0: this happens three times, manages to grasp onto Christine's hair and like yanks <laughs> out a, a chunk of her hair. Yeah. <laughs> three times. <laughs> Get off! <laughs> Bloody corpse coming up late, nicking Is my hair. got like sellotape
2: on her hands or something? Why are <laughs> her hands so tacky? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they did before she died. It was like some sort of ritual, some yeah. Hungarian, Hungarian
0: ritual. ritual. Yeah.
2: Well, I put double-sided tape on the hands because, you know, in the afterlife, yeah. not, got, not got much grip. Yeah. So, you know, got to go sticking <laughs> onto stuff. Hair. Hairy yeah. hand. That corpse has got a hairy hand now for the rest of its days.
0: However into... many days it's got left, yeah
2: how many days got left
0: before it's we <laughs> food we're in food so this is when she goes back to see ram joss and and she says look um I need some help and he says the spirit is the lamia um and that after three days of torment uh, which like increasing levels of torment it will take her to hell and he said well you know you could try sacrificing something you could give that a go there's no guarantees but you know it's, it's worth a shot um and then she goes home and then there's this
2: well, that's I'm, when she says, um, I'm a vegetarian. Uh, I, did she say she like? Uh, <laughs> she, uh, she goes to works at the animal show sometimes? And says, well, she's like, I'm a vegetarian. I'm not going to do that. And then he says, you'll be surprised what you're willing to do when this curse is uh, yeah, yeah. ruining well, your life. Well, this bit I found quite scary as well, when the shadow's coming
0: up the stairs after her. So she goes home, and then the, goat, the shadow of the goat. And this is very uh, Sam Raimi as well. It's like the, the shadow's running around. There's like laughter. Um and then when she looks, the camera like tilts like slightly to the left to show like something odd's happening now. Like that that happens in Evil Dead a lot, and yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's really mean. effective. I don't really see anyone else do that, that kind of thing. I guess you couldn't do that and people not go, oh, that's that's the Sam Raimi move. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, so the, the shadow of the goat follows her up the stairs and like he's, like picks her up and starts swinging her around the bedroom and lobs her into the into the cupboards, and oh. then she's like. Come here, kitty.
2: <laughs> Which is a this yeah, is a, she a ma- horrific scene. <laughs> <laughs> she makes a pretty snap decision. Yeah. She's gone from being a vegetarian to being terrorized by that this spirit for several minutes. Yeah, and she's made the jump not to kill like a chicken, like <laughs> like the medium suggested or anything like that. She's she's made the jump to go. I'm just going to kill my cat.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, it's a pretty big jump.
0: I do wonder about that a bit. Like, so in. Screenwriting and, and filmmaking. There's a whole idea of save the cat, which is this idea that if a character saves the cat, they will forever be liked. um They will elicit a certain amount of respect from the audience. But like, is this supposed to make a sort of think? Oh no, yeah, she just deserved to go to hell a, a little bit because she killed her own kitten. <laughs> like, or is this just just uh, a bit a bit of fun? <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe it's a play on that, then, if that's if that's a thing, um, or maybe yeah, because I don't think I don't feel annoyed. It's like I can feel annoyed at if we kill an cat. I'm a bit like, why did you? Ki- first of all, why do not you kill something else? Yeah, that's the first thing I thought. Why did that have to be your pet? Is it just because you're like, I need to kill something now? Yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. I've got to kill something right now. Somebody give me something to kill.
0: It's your proper um, what's that uh, film called with a stabbing? <laughs> uh it's like a, from a scream <laughs> murder so she's like just stabs the kitten and like so much blood squirts up from the kitten <laughs> like there's not that much blood in like a human body and it be like it's just it's unreal uh but she buries the kitten and then she starts to feel better and then clay uh, just in long's like okay so we're going to our, my mum and dad's for dinner you, you still want to come oh yeah
2: and then yeah so obviously earlier earlier in the film i don't think we went over this but he she goes to visit her boyfriend at work and then oh, yeah, she yeah. overhears him having a conversation with his mum, where she's trying to hook him up with someone else, someone else who's apparently, uh, I don't know, go play tennis or something <laughs> yeah,
0: that apparently, yeah.
2: apparently she's like a trainee lawyer and she's respectable and she could look after him and yeah. all that stuff. So initially this so already, uh, the main character, what's the main character's name again? Christine. Christine. Yeah already already christine is like feeling a little bit insignificant yeah well not insignificant but In, not good inadequate, enough inadequate i think inadequate yeah, yeah yeah that's what i mean um inadequate and obviously and now she's putting herself through the <laughs> through the through the travesty of having to go and meet the parents yeah While she got a curse on her
0: and it's like um when she feels like i think after killing the kitten i think she thinks the curse has been lifted um or like she says Immediately. like she says oh i think i think it's going to be okay now we're gonna be fine but then she goes to the dinner and it does seem to be okay for a while and we've all been in that situation where you go to the other the partner's parents and it is like a ridiculously sort of stressful you're trying to be on your best behavior and stuff and then she sees um i'll tell you i do want to talk about this one bit for a second because i think this is an amazing little scene where
1: ready to pop the question. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
0: they talk about the cat at the house and then she goes oh i used to have a cat and then <laughs> yeah. just, just Long says, have you have a cat and she just looks at him it's such a, like a well, I don't know, maybe. Like, just, like <laughs> yeah. I can't really describe it. But like, she. She just says, "Well, they just come and go, don't they?" It's like the way she looks. is like, yeah, I do have a cat. <laughs> like she just like it's such a well. Have like, a cat, <laughs> I do. Like it's such a well, like little performed, like little comedy routine. I just, I just love that bit, um, and I think it just, it just shows like how good, um, uh, Alison Lohman is in, in this film.
2: So I was thinking, I was thinking about this. Sorry to jump, jump ahead, yeah, yeah. but Alice, Alice and Loman. Um, has she been in much since this, because this is two thousand.
0: Never, I don't know what she's been in before, and I don't know
2: what she's been in after this. Because after this, she's only been in a few. In like she, it was six years until she was in something else. Um, yeah. something called the Vatican Tapes, and she's in. She's in a film called Officer Down, which I think is directed by Clown from Slipknot. Really? Maybe, maybe I've completely, completely imagined that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's directed by Sean. Uh, crayon, I think that's how you say his name, but that's that's clown yeah. clown from Slipknot, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's in that. Um, I don't think that's out yet. That's that's just kind of a shame,
0: like, without, yeah. If I can't imagine anyone else being in this role and doing this because she's essentially playing the Ash role, uh, but a little bit more of a human. Um, mm. but she did it so well in this, like, she has the attitude, she has like the comedy chops, and she's like believable all the way through.
2: Well, the Ash role, but maybe the Ash role from the original Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah, pretty. you see the human side of him a lot in, in sort of like the first three quarters probably of Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. Before he starts, before he starts kind of kicking ass. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Strange. it's strange because this could be like a career-defining role, really, when you think about it for somebody. Um, but, yeah, it's a shame she's not been in much since. don't really know why.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, she's in hell. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Spoiler.
0: Okay, so uh, so she goes to she's at the dinner party. She's doing quite well. Like we're rooting for her. Like she's doing quite well. And all of a sudden, she starts to uh, her cake starts to move. And then there's uh, Miss Garnish's bad eye is in the cake, looking at her. And then she (laughs) stabs it, and then it squirts a load of eye juice on her eye (laughs) gunk. And then she starts coughing. She coughs up a fly, and then they all think that the cake that she made them all is full of fly eggs or something. Um, and then she starts screaming at the door uh, because she thinks the uh, the lamia is at the door for it. And then, so basically, it doesn't end well at <laughs> this dinner.
2: Come on, come on out to play. Come out, I've had enough of you. <laughs> and then. And that's when Justin Long just goes, look, there's no, nothing there. God's sake. You're making a fool of yourself.
0: Yeah. Bless it. But then Justin does choose her. Like. Um, her mum's, his mum says, as she runs away, like screaming and crying, his mum says something on the lines of, um, leave her. She's not well. And then he says, she needs me. And it follows her. Um, so I think we get the idea that he's going to be with her
2: through fucking fin anyway. Um, yeah. She, Cause he's like, even though he doesn't necessarily believe this curse thing, he's still like there for her, is isn't he? He's still yeah. like, um, he's still like supporting her. I mean, at one point, uh, well, we'll come to this, but at one point he kind of just goes, is the curse gone? And she goes, yeah, I think it is. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like, almost <laughs> yeah. like it's just uh, such a yeah. casual thing. But
0: well, I think he be- Are I you still he, cursed? I think he believes like it's that. Sh- it's that she believes it, and if she yeah, thinks yeah, it's yeah. gone, then it, then it's gone. Um, I think she's just being a bit superstitious, or something. Yeah. But then this is the ultimate act of his support now, because she goes to Ram just a third time, and he says, "Look, I'm I'm good, but I'm not that good. You need to go see uh, Sandina, who is the the person from the start of the film who's already battled." The Lamia before. She's
2: but he, got experience. She has. She yeah. got experience. She's already beaten the Lamia. Well, she didn't actually beat him. No. She has got experience witnessing the Lamia drag someone to hell. She's got a. This is
0: a grudge match. Uh, she's. She's been developing her skills. You know, she's got her XP up, and now she wants to go again. But he did say, <laughs> but this it. is going to cost you ten grand to do this. Um. She. I think she makes she sells a load of stuff, but then Justin Long says, "I'll pay for it." I'll pay Why's, ten grand.
2: What does it cost ten grand?
0: Sandina costs she, because it puts her life on, at risk when she does this kind of thing. She demands ten thousand dollars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doesn't seem like a lot, really, for what, what you're going to be sacrificing. Yeah. I'll do this thing, right? I'll do this thing, and she's going to save your life. It'll be a good, it'll be a good deed. Battling a demon. It's going to be ten yeah. grand. How, how much? Ten grand. But you've been training <laughs> for this your whole life. It's a grudge match. This is personal. Yeah, but you know, gotta live. You seen the size of this house? yeah <laughs> do you know what I
0: mean? Exactly, yeah.
2: I got free I got three employees. I got well, I've got one dude. <laughs> they, they
0: die two. every week. He's getting it, a new one in.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the amount of money it costs to put an advert, like in the newspaper yeah. to get to get someone else in, you know? And these are bloody Mexicans, they're cheap labor. And it's still <laughs> costing <laughs> me a bloody bum. <bomb. laughs> so yeah 10
0: grand I would love to see this film remade of Ricky Gervais playing the Sandina role (laughs) (laughs) or Carl Pilkington it's bloody bloody ridiculous boilers on the blink
2: boilers on the blink
0: okay so so just a long set that he pays for but he's not allowed to come so it's only her uh, Ramjas Sandina and her assistant I think his name's Milo or Milo um, and then they're going to do a seance and the whole idea is that they're going to summon the Lamia and they're going to transfer his spirit into this goat. Um, of course, okay. it doesn't go to plan. You get all these other spirits that, that turn up at first. So you get one that looks a little bit like the the one from uh, Insidious. Yeah, you know I mean? a little bit. Um, and then... they, all,
2: they all turn up to the party. They just are like, oh, come on. I've yeah. been invited to this party. Let's get involved.
0: Yeah. And you get more of the shadows, the laughing shadows running around, which I thought was a pretty nice touch. And then um and then the Lamia comes but how where did she come Where did she come first? Because she didn't go in the goat straight away, did she?
2: No, she goes initially the Lamia goes straight into uh the young lady, the older lady. What's her name? Sandina. Sandina, yeah, goes straight into her. Comes across the room, straight down her straight down her mouth hole into the <gasps> Yeah, and then she manages to she manages to transfer it to the goat. Yeah. Uh and then the goat and then Milo goes to yeah, give yeah. the old the old machete to the goat, but then the goat bites him. There thus four. Thus, <laughs> <laughs> thus, ergo. Thus, ergo, yeah. Transfer transfer in uh, the spirit into him. And then this goes very from dust till dawn, doesn't it? Like with yes, all make, yeah, the makeup yeah. the makeup and everything was very dust till dawn, like furrowed brows. Yeah, scary eyes and uh, sharp teeth. So, the, the, yeah, it's ludicrous at the point. So, um, but I still have
0: enjoyed it. I would say this. Some people may have thought this bit went a bit too far, but I thought it was funny. Uh, so before it, the, before it goes into Milo, in the goat, the goat is calling her a whore. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. which to me is like full on, like that's full on Sam Raimi <laughs> Evil Dead. So sort of.
2: they're always calling was people this,
0: whores for some reason. Was
2: this was this straight up CGI? The the goat, I think it was, wasn't it? Was it CGI? It um, wasn't like an anim- animatronic reaction, was it? I've got some trivia about that, so... We'll oh! Get that. Yeah. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes.
0: So he goes into, into Milo, and then um, Milo starts like... Oh, yeah, so he vomits up the cat. He says, I don't want your fucking cat. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So the the, the, the sacrifice, he, he gives it back to her. And then he starts dancing on the table, and then he, the, you've got the whole voice modulation thing, so he sounds a bit like a deadite uh, from Evil Dead. And then he's yeah. like he's like doing this weird hovering dance <laughs> um and then oh yeah so what's the name sandina banishes the lamia uh but dies so she didn't oh she didn't even like kill
2: him as her final who gets pin. who gets this 10 grand then well, that's a good point have they have they already done the cash transaction Must be in they've a already bank. given her the suitcase with Paypal. the cash paper <laughs> bank transfer see if they did it with a bank transfer they're screwed Google Wallet if they did it with PayPal they're screwed if they're doing it in cash in like a suitcase briefcase then you know they can probably just go I'd probably just like slide it back under my table and be like what see you later
0: if it was uh, PayPal you could dispute it (laughs) yeah Put put putting the reason
2: yeah, because uh, if you if you if you did it as a gift to friends or family, just say, look, I gave it as a gift, but she's dead, so you know, give it back to me. That's why. That's services. why was that you do it as, as a service and <laughs> buy, she, buy a protection. Yeah, <laughs> but then she didn't. She didn't actually follow through on the service. She was. She exactly. was exactly. So then
0: you could dispute, and then PayPal should pay you back. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> let, hopefully she sort it out. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because that's ten k. You know, yeah. I mean, that's not
0: <laughs> the only person who's really out of. of and all this is just in long for putting the money up um and it didn't but even yeah. doesn't even work so uh she thinks it's she thinks it's worked so she's like oh my god she gave her life up sandina but now i'm free and then ram Jass is like no <laughs> so you she only banished him from this room you've still got like 20 <laughs> you've still got 10 hours mate still 10K. <laughs> 10
2: ten thousand pounds <laughs> what yeah. happened she banished him quality from this room yeah oh, I can I just stay in this room? I forgot to stay. The- I'll just stay in the room.
0: <laughs> well, if she well, uh, okay, so she's ba- she's vanished at that point, but she says it's still going to come to get your soul. You've got the you've got the um. He puts the button in an envelope and says, "Give this." To- he will come for is the owner of this envelope. That owner doesn't necessarily need to be you. So she goes, "All right, I work with a knobhead." <laughs> <laughs> I know this dick at work.
2: Ass weasel. Ass weasel at work. Yeah. I know I know this right dick at work, right? He <laughs> giving him all that all the time. You knit the bloody forms off my table. I'm gonna have him. I have a curse on you.
0: Yeah. A- <laughs> but then when she goes to meet him, like he starts crying and it turns out he's not he's not that bad. I mean he's you know, he elicits sympathy and then she goes, I can't do it. But um I'm gonna go give it back to Garn Garnish, Garn- even if she's dead if he if she still gives it to uh the corpse, he, she thinks that will work
2: and you can you give a gift to a dead person and that's the question there isn't it
0: well if, if we don't know him, uh if you do it right but she doesn't do it right
2: is she so she uh, did you see, the first time we saw this the old switcheroo did you know what happened i it, don't it,
0: think i did cuz I, do, I don't really remember but i don't think i did just because i remember being a little bit shocked by the
2: ending yeah, it felt a bit. It was quite signposted though, I think, because obviously the old yeah. drop dropping all the paperwork in the car. I yeah. kind of knew what happened, yeah. and it was. I think it's only because I've seen it before, but I kind of remembered what what she mixed up with. So yeah, yeah. so obviously she goes to try and give the button to Ganesh in the, so in digs the up, grave, Yeah, in the grave, digs up her corpse while it's raining. And the corpse just
0: gets worse. Like it just looks worse and worse, and like it it looks more and more like a zombie. Yeah, so it starts raining. She gets, she, she slams the. Uh, wait, she, earlier by the way, she said the whole. She gets in the car and she goes, "I'm gonna get some," which is a sort of reply to Ash's yeah. uh, conversation, yeah. uh, which is really cool. She has yeah. a fight with the handkerchief. The handkerchief comes back, goes in her throat, catches it at the last minute with like a little <laughs> finger and thumb. You remember that bit? <laughs> yeah, that
2: handkerchief for God's sake!
0: <laughs> Just throw it away, Jesus! <laughs> and uh, she catches it, pulls it out. Um and then rips it up and then she goes to the grave, digs her shovel into Garnish's mouth, wrenches it over, literally wrenches the mouth open, shoves the coin in, kicks the, um, kicks the jaw shut, and then you think she, you that's, think desicc- that's
2: desecrating a grave, that's uh, yeah. desecrating a desecrating a corpse. You'd be surprised I mean, at what a be- person will do under uh, <laughs> these circumstances. These are all things that she'd uh, she she'd do some serious jail time for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and and, and murdering a cat. She murdered a cat. Uh, you know, punishments are not not harsh enough, I would say, on, on animal cruelty. Uh, yeah. So she wouldn't have gone too bad there. Um, but uh, so she tries to get away. The corpse, for some reason, so there's like the grave fills with water. The corpse grabs another load of hair. Um, the, the sticky hands sits up again. With, <laughs> the sticky sits hands up of with and She's in the uh, what's the gang called from uh, Home Alone? Uh, sticky bandits. Sticky bandits. <laughs> it's in the sticky She's an
2: honorary place. member of the sticky bandits. Uh,
0: so the sticky
2: bandits. Is she, she... Make, is she making some sort of wig of Christine or something? <laughs> like she wants loads she wants loads of that.
0: <laughs> Barnett. That that fatch. Um <laughs> so then uh so then the sun rises and she gets out and it's like, Okay. Whew, deep breath. You've done it. Like the sun is rising, you haven't been taken yet. Everything's going to be okay. You have a hot shower. Justin's waiting for you at the train station. Go buy a coat, um, have a muffin at Starbucks, whatever, you know, get on with your life. Um, Other
2: franchises are available.
0: Yeah. And so she gets there and then (laughs) she gets on, they're on the train platform. And then she goes, Justin goes, Oh, you got a new coat. What happened to the old one? She goes, Well, I thought I'd treat myself. She also finds out at this point, Stu's been (laughs) The ass weasel's been fired. She's got a new job waiting for a Monday morning. Life is coming up, Christine. She's been
2: she's been to H and M. She's got a lovely she's got a lovely and, new coat. And
0: it was closed, but they opened it just, just for her to get that coat. Yeah. Because she's did. got a special she's got a special thing with her boyfriend. That's where she talks with the window. We're going, it's a really special evening or something.
2: Come on then. <laughs> <laughs> closed.
0: Yeah. Uh <laughs> uh, okay, so right at the end you think it's gonna be okay. And then he goes, Oh, you got a new coat, that's a shame, because I've got the button from your old coat. Our, our envelopes must have got switched up, and then Christine's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like she looks, she got the face on, like you know, when you you go and go on holding you're like, "Oh shit!" I've left the fucking garage door open, and like, <laughs> and then she's like, stumbles off shit, the platform.
2: The oven on is full of free turkey. Ah!
0: <laughs> uh, she stumbles off the platform, lands on the on the tracks, and then just who all the way through, has been like you've been talking not bullshit i believe you believe it but it's bullshit to me and then the hand the, the hell opens up drags her away in the most vicious way possible like his skins falling off of her and stuff and like she's burning away and the train goes over like it's just a a wicked it ends on his on justin's face with the whole um uh ratchet to the <laughs> to the ball's face and then um <laughs> and then it cuts the drag me to hell the titles again and then
2: ends ends film such so a good ending. It's a good ending, yeah. I mean, how's he going to explain that to anybody? He's not going to be able to, is he? CCTV, would they pick that up? They just—they just see it go over the tra- over the tracks, aren't they? The train. Yeah. It will look, like, look like an act of suicide, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He's ten k down. <laughs> lost his fa- lost his fancy coin. <laughs> lost his fancy coin, which is going to be like the the crown jewel in his coin collection. Yeah.
0: His favorite um,
2: kitten's been sacrificed. Favorite kitten's been destroyed. His mum and dad uh, think his uh, his case in women is is not savory. Yeah, the girl, the girl from the tennis club, or the girl he was going to meet at the tennis club, is probably long gone. Long gone. She's probably found someone, someone she's, else.
0: She found a tennis instructor, Dave Johnson.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dave's Johnson. She's found. She's been a tennis instructor. She's cradled his balls. Yeah. Tennis balls. She's a, cradled them, and they've had a moment. And uh, and now his girlfriend's been quite literally dragged to hell. Yeah. In the in a titular moment of a film that he's starring in, he don't even know. Yeah. Called Drag Me to Hell.
0: I would like to see uh, you know like in comedy films where the credits roll and then it cuts like a little bit of an extra thing at the end. Um, just in on going to rum, Josh, and asking for a refund.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean he'd be quite within his rights yeah. to demand like, a refund
0: <laughs> Like you tell me she'd be okay. But look, like, she's she she went to hell literally. I want my ten grand back.
2: And uh he, I did, I reckon yeah. he'd be like, don't take it up with me, mate. Come on, I mean, don't shoot a messenger here. Take it up with uh what's her name? Sandia. Take it up with yeah. Take it up with PayPal. Come on. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, he's uh he he doesn't he, like I imagine he'll go to that office and it's no longer a a medium psychic office, it's like uh just a standard uh,
2: yeah. letting agency office or something. Yeah. And he's like, uh all right, I'll write the name of it. I'll write the number of uh PayPal's customer services down and I, is is that a new Rolex? what no, no, <laughs> no not this thing. This something, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Not a, got a really fancy <laughs> hat. Yeah. That yeah. fair coat you're wearing. It is got a pair of Yeezys on. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, just find them on the side of the street.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And then long, Lung uh, goes to leave and then he sees Ram Josh getting this like, Porsche outside the outside had shop. <laughs> no, Ram Josh goes, it's- I'll go get your money, just stay here, I'll be back in a sec. And then you just hear a car driving away in the distance.
2: What like, well, this old thing? <laughs> what a rust bucket. <laughs> uh,
0: my-, my grandma gave me this. Just a hand-me-down.
2: Yeah, she passed away recently and left me. Ten... <laughs> 10, one one big
0: con, yeah. Oh wow, yeah. That's probably the the underlying uh, plot here. So
2: it's a long con. He yeah. jumps in the car with uh... Garn- Garnishes, like, Garnishes in, like, a garnish. Is like in like a bikini and like
0: a. <fair> <laughs> <nose>. <laughs> she looks like absolutely gorgeous. as so She's like driving away. A
2: bikini. <laughs> <A> bikini. <laughs> and she just spits <laughs> spits the uh, coin out and fast, hits
0: him right on the she, forehead she like flakes it off a thumb and it lands on, on a, by, by Justin's feet and he picks it up and goes this is all I get <laughs> this is
2: all I
0: get back oh dear so that's how it should have ended anyway um,
2: well it might have ended like that I, <laughs> I didn't stay and watch yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch, and watch after yeah. The credits yeah <laughs>
0: So this, this has been a long episode already. So, I mean, let's quickly talk about the directing style. I think we've mentioned it pretty much throughout. It's full on Sam Raimi's horror comedy thing. So it's got the camera tilts. It's got like the, uh, uh, when, I like the bit where, he, where she kills the kitten. It gets all backlit. And it's very old school horror movie. Uh, you've got the laughing shadows, body fluids everywhere, voice modulation. People calling people whores, like demons saying you're a whore and stuff like that. That's very
2: Sam Raimi. It was weird. It was like it was a gro- it was gross out. It was yeah. over the top, but there wasn't that much super violence and yeah. gore, yeah. like at all. I don't know why it was rated. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah, because it was gross, but
0: there wasn't, and there was a lot of blood. But there wasn't anything. Nothing was getting decapitated or no. Like
2: it wasn't. It wasn't like mega violent. I think yeah. that was that was the thing. It was like horrible, and it was a bit. It was un- unsettling, and it was. Yeah. Gross out, but no, it wasn't super super gory, was it? Yeah. So I remember, you know, when we talked about *Evil Dead*, the *Evil Dead*
0: number one. Um, we talked about how the, like the plot like meanders and doesn't really go in there anywhere. This, I, I say this again. This plot is extremely economic. Like every scene seems to shunt the story forward towards like the ending. Um, I do feel like yeah, the, the storytelling craft is almost like it's like a, it's like a hold on one for Sam Raimi in this. Like it's so. Spot on, like, and I think he's like learned a lot from his, his Spider Man making Spider Man Two is another film that's like so spot on in
2: terms of the storytelling. Um, yeah, yeah, especially considering like Spider Man One is an origin story, and I think they can always be really difficult with yeah with with, with superhero films because it's kind of like the need to get the plot going. Yeah, yeah, and, and to get to the point where the superhero is costumed up and fighting is, but I think it is paced. Is paced really well, and it knows when to take a step back as well. Like if you think about something like in Spider-Man One, the dinner scene, uh, when when Willem Dafoe's there as well. Yeah. I mean, that for that scene to be there in amongst the the sort of what's come and gone before, which is essentially like action sequences, for that scene to be there and feel like it serves the story and feel like it's it fits. Yeah. Yeah. I think that shows what a good filmmaker Sam Raimi obviously.
0: I don't was know if, is I don't, and yeah. I don't know like if he like he like learned his craft in Evil Dead films. Like I think even Army of Darkness is like slightly slow in places. It's a great film, but it's, it's slightly slow in places. Um, yeah. And then he just seemed to get a lot better. Like his time in Hollywood, making Hollywood films. Just he just learned the craft of like
2: screenwriting, storywriting so well. Yeah. So I mean, he, did, he covered this with his brother, didn't he? So maybe that's got something to do with it as well. Maybe, maybe yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe as a as a writing duo they're a lot more yeah a lot more sort of like focused with it well you get the feeling with like stuff like evil dead it feels a lot more like a um sort of like a passion project doesn't it rather than yeah yeah rather than something something that's there to show rather than tell a really amazing story
1: yeah it's
2: kind of it's kind of to show all these cool all these cool effects and all these all this cool gory shit and crazy shit whereas obviously the other films he's worked on you know he needs to tell a story he needs to get from a to b with it Do
0: you think he's gone like okay so i've been i made like the evil dead trilogy then i did like the the big budget hollywood stuff and like now he's like okay i know what i'm doing now i'm gonna because we we know he revisits ideas and stuff and he's like i know what i'm doing now now i'm gonna do this genre of, of sam Raimi horror but i'm gonna do it fucking right like and he probably will come, he'll probably come back to it again at some point in the future, and uh, revisit it with with new skills and and uh, yeah. Well, we haven't got we haven't, well, we haven't got a Sam Raimi feature release in a while, have we? So, so. Oz was uh, so yeah. I mean, what's coming out
2: soon? Is he doing anything right now? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, oh, Oz the Great and Powerful. What with uh, James Franco? I've never actually seen that. I wasn't a big
0: fan of that, to be honest. Um, it's a Disney film as well. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I'd, I'd like to see him come back to this sort of
2: universe. Um, yeah, well, that was 2013, so it looks but, like it's four yeah. four years but four years between Dragon Tail and *Oz the Great and Powerful*. So, oh uh, yeah, sure. he's uh, just
0: on his own DB now, and he is a producer of a lot of stuff. He's producing *Don't Breathe 2*, *The Last of Us* film.
2: Yeah, I think he was a producer on the first Don't Breathe oh. as well.
0: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that far down.
2: Oh, The Last of Us film.
0: Yeah, uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the TV series. He was the uh, producer on that. Um, he was the producer of the remake as well. So he, he does a lot of that stuff.
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. but um, I'm, not saying he, I'm not saying he's just at him twiddling his thumbs, but... I, <laughs> I remember
0: uh, in the Evil Dead remake, there's... Um, so the Necronomicon the Book of the Dead they're flicking through it and the Lamia is in the Book of the Dead so it did feel like they were might maybe building a yeah, sort yeah. of connected universe but then they sort of wrote off the Evil Dead remake and made the TV show um, but I felt like I liked the idea that they were sort of connected in a way I thought it was good
2: yeah yeah I think, I think it, it's definitely believable that they would be connected yeah um, similar sort of vibe for the films I guess yeah Let me run a theory by you. So
0: I think this film is actually about um, Christine's um, bulimia. Like, I think I read something about this a while ago and it's stuck with me every time i watched it since. So it's all about stuff. So we know that she used to be a fat girl or to her own mind she was a fat girl uh, because she's seen... um, Yeah. um, Um, yeah. Someone says she's a fat girl.
2: And then well, there's, a, if, there's a photo of her in, the, in a cookbook, isn't there? And then she's oh, like a p- yeah. pork, pork queen or something
0: like that, and she screws the picture up. Yeah. Um, I, 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 so I feel like she's me. I feel like it's all about her uh, hard times growing up. So we know her mother was an alcoholic. The, the yeah. hair-pulling thing, I imagine she used to do it to herself or her mother used to do it to her. Probably her mother used to do it to her. And um, her mother was probably always vomiting if she was an alcoholic. Uh, and every time there's food involved, um, if something bad is about to happen, like whenever she sits down to eat, something bad is about to happen, like um, the eye in the cake. Um yeah. And then she throws up a fly and that kind of stuff. And, um, and then uh, there's the whole thing where she eats ice cream when she's uh, depressed and thinks she's going to die. Um, like it just feels to me like uh, there's a, that's a big part of the film that doesn't really get talked about too much, that... A lot of it probably is just relevant and thematically (coughs) relevant to her traumatic
2: childhood that we don't really explore too much. Yeah, interesting theory. I think it definitely makes sense. Um, So almost like a lot of this stuff is sort of like representative of her believing and her downfall.
0: I wonder if in in the previous draft they had more of the childhood stuff in there, but just sort of cut it out when when they didn't really need it. It yeah, would have been more thematically resonant. I don't know, um, but should we uh, get on with the trivia? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the yellow uh, Delta eighty eight, uh, which is on the driveway uh, in the garden, is the same car as the one in the Evil Dead films. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. It, I just I remember the car looking a little bit like that. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Well, it apparently, to it apparently, it's
0: exactly the same, exactly the same car. All oh, um, right. Yeah, uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, so, when Sylvia Garnish attacks Christine in the car, she curses in in Hungarian. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like "as or dog szadjalan Beled. and it means shall the devil fly into you." Belend,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you bloody Belend. Uh, true. Uh, yes. Um, uh,
0: she also says Hungarian word or something, which means shit. No, it means bitch or whore. I know a bit of Hungarian, but not not those. Shit house. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, the, did you say yeah? So that's two for two. Okay, uh, the script was written right after they wrapped up on Evil Dead Two in nineteen ninety two. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say that's false because I, yeah, false. Uh you were good. You out. me out. Uh, they so they uh, they wrote this script in 1992 after they finished uh, Army of Darkness.
2: Ah, right. okay. Oh, so, right. So it was still quite a while ago. Yeah. 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 See, see, because I wasn't. It's one of those things, isn't it? You kind of think if he was so busy with everything Spider Man and that, it kind of it, it, it yeah. feels to me like something that is brand new, as in a brand new idea after. Yeah. After sort of Spider-Man, where he's gone, look, I'm going to write something completely new and yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, the
0: possessed goat looks like a goat puppet, but was actually masterfully brought to life via the use of green screen and mocap technology by Andy Circus and
2: Andy Circus,
0: <laughs> Andy Circus Ser- <laughs> Ser- <Andy> <laughs> Senior or Junior, because we
2: know both of them are good. This is the Junior in this one. Uh, false, because I reckon it's Senior. senior. <laughs> Um. Uh, true. <laughs> Fair enough. Sure.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's is true and false. It's, it's false. false. I, I think it's. just I don't know. It's, it's just a puppet. I think. Um. So a false. Lamia is actually a, a buggy woman, <laughs> buggy woman, from Greek mythology, <laughs> <laughs> who stalks the countryside looking for children to devour. Um. True or false?
1: Ooh. Uh
0: true true but it says bogey woman here not boogie woman oh. I just thought boogie one made more sense but um yeah you, you can have that so that's five for five on that one well done
2: <laughs> it's because i scour the uh imdb trivia section for hours before <laughs> i before i dive head first Do you into like make, make flash cards and
0: get uh uh the, the missus that i like, read you back the flash and test you <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please test me. Yeah, test me. True, false, 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 true, 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 false, false, false. false. That's five out of five. Hell yes.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: and then you uh, celebrate
0: afterwards, right? You, you have. What do you do when you when you win?
2: uh I just have a. I, I have a good old, uh good old swiggy
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> are you to say, say something terrible?
2: <laughs> Doesn't matter. Don't worry. I give my he- I give my Heisenberg head a real good squeeze. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so those listening to the audio won't see what he's squeezing right now, and uh, let's <laughs> like to say it's an actual it's a head. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it does not <look> like me. <laughs> okay, uh, so what what are you going to give this film? What rating?
2: Oh, oh, I mean it's a good time, isn't it? It's a yeah. good time, and 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 I enjoyed it like. Uh, as much as I I did like the first couple of times I've seen it, so probably like uh, probably a, a solid B, I believe.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, an A minus. I don't know what it is about this film. Yeah, I just really Jesus. love it. Like, I guess I wasn't. I guess I don't know. It's still like my expectations going into watching it the first time. I was just yeah. so shocked by how good it actually was. I was just expecting schlocky, like nonsense horror, but it is really quite well thought out. And when I when I looked looked into this sort of underlying stuff, there was the Blemia and and like these other themes. I kind of feel like there's more to it than than even I'm
2: probably seeing here. Yeah, because I think on the on the surface, it's just like one of those. Like if you discuss it with somebody who's like casual film fan, mm. they would probably just say, "Oh yeah, drag me to hell. Oh yeah, it was just, it was like it was all right." Yeah. Do you know what I mean, but I think knowing that it's Sam Raimi and knowing everything that goes into it and knowing that this is on the off the back yeah. of the spider-man trilogy knowing everything that came before if he were dead and now obviously the other stuff that you're saying um the underlying stuff in it i mean it's 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 a really sort of accomplished horror yeah, film
0: I, that's what that's the word for it i think accomplished like <clears throat> whenever you're like the production in terms of like the little just a little bit where like um she gets her arm stuck in right, like elbow deep into uh thingy's throat, like that terrified me when I first saw it. But it's kind of funny as well. Like I just feel like it's very well put together, a well thought out horror film.
2: There's just a lot of bits where you just kind of go,
0: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I understand I understand why some people wouldn't like it, and that's fine. But for me, this is a great horror film. Uh, okay. So um, the next week. We are watching the skin I live in, which is. Uh, have you seen it
2: before? No, I've not. I've not seen that before. Um, I, I recognise it. I think I maybe may have seen a trailer several years ago. How old is it? Um, I remember it's watching it like quite a few years ago. Probably. Oh, you've seen it. You've seen it already. Yeah, I really really liked it.
0: Um, it's more arty than I think the ones we've seen so far. More <laughs> cinema, uh, as in art
2: <laughs> it's more artsy it's more cinema some some would, some would say it's film it's film it's,
0: it's, yeah yeah <laughs> um, but yeah it's good okay so uh, so this show is brought to you uh, by the story studio Hawk and Cleaver head over to www.hawkingcleaver.com and grab a free book also become a patron for early access to episodes bonus content and heaps of free stuff or at patreon.com forward slash and cleaver thanks to Kovacs Kalman for our theme music, you absolute legend. You are a star. You Thank were... you
2: times eight.
0: <laughs> Is this the eighth, yeah yeah eight episode yeah. Thank you <laughs> times eight. Uh, thanks to Acast for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating review in iTunes. remember to hit subscribe. Thank you to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. This has been a quite a long episode. I feel my throat uh, started to go.
2: <laughs> oh. Ooh. oh god pull the throat you need to do some more throat, throat exercises yeah. throat singing throat singing before bed <laughs> uh, I need a lozenge so yeah I'm going to start the recording yeah
0: bye
1: bye